Yea, and also saw that their hearts were lifted up unto great boasting in their pride. Alma chapter 31, verse 25. Hey listeners, this is Nick from Book of Mormon Central, and today's podcast addresses the question, how is the name Zoram connected with pride? It doesn't take long for readers of the Book of Mormon to come across the name Zoram. Zoram was Laban's important servant, the official guard of the treasury where sacred records were housed. But he chose to become a free man by joining Lehi's family and journeying with them to their promised land. Not much is revealed about Zoram except that he was a true friend to Nephi and that despite having been an outsider to Lehi's group, he became one of the seven founding tribal heads of Lehi's people. Although Zoram was apparently a righteous man, some of his descendants caused problems for the Nephites, and it seems that Mormon may have used a pun on Zoram's name to emphasize this point. After analyzing the name Zoram in light of ancient Semitic languages, Matthew L. Bowen suggested that it could plausibly denote that one who is high or exalted, or he is of the exalted one. Although Zoram was likely meant to be a praiseworthy name, Nephite authors instead associated it with pride and vanity. Evidence for this connection can be found in a number of Book of Mormon passages, but it is perhaps most apparent in the story of Alma's mission to the Zoramites. When Alma and his missionaries arrived in the land of Antionum, they found that the Zoramites had perverted the righteous traditions of the Nephites. This included the offering of vain prayers on an elevated platform called the Ramayumptum. From this platform, which was high above the head, the richly dressed Zoramites boasted about their supposedly holy and elected status. Notably, the term ram at the beginning of the Ramiumptum is probably the same basic element in Zoram that means high or exalted in Hebrew. The dual presence of ram in this context makes the possibility of intentional wordplay especially likely. An additional line of evidence can be seen in the fact that Alma, on two separate occasions, contrasted the Zoramites' prideful behavior with righteous themes of being lifted up. In the first instance, Alma compared the hearts of the Zoramites, which were lifted up unto great boasting in their pride, with his own righteous prayer, in which he lifted up his voice to heaven. In the second instance, Alma counseled his son Shiblon to not be lifted up unto pride, or pray as the Zoramites do. He contrasted this with the promise that Shiblon would be lifted up at the last day if he remembered to put his trust in God. Yet, further evidence for an intended wordplay comes from the way that the names Cezorum and Cezorum, each a variant of Zoram, are associated with being proud and lifted up. It was in the context of the assassination of a chief judge named Cezorum that the people began to seek to get gain that they might be lifted up one above another. Likewise, it was during the reign of Zezorum that the Nephites were lifted up beyond that which is good. Thus, during the tenure of these leaders, each with Zoram-associated names, the Nephites began to be lifted up in wickedness, much like the prideful Zoramites. In light of these and other textual evidences, it seems apparent that the Zoramites came to be associated with the high and exalted connotations of their own name. Yet, instead of being high or holy in a positive way, they were lifted up unto gross pride and vanity. In particular, the Zoramites became a symbol of the type of pride that stems from greed, materialism, worldly success, and a false sense of personal or collective righteousness. 
Sadly, the same pride that led to the downfall of the Zoramites eventually infected the Nephite nation as a whole. In a letter to Moroni, Mormon declared, Behold, the pride of this nation, or the people of the Nephites, hath proven their destruction, except they should repent. Latter-day readers should be especially concerned about this type of pride because it is also rampant in our own day. To modern readers, Moroni wrote, Behold, I speak unto you as if ye were present, and yet ye are not. But behold, Jesus Christ hath shown you unto me, and I know your doing. And I know that ye do walk in the pride of your hearts. And there are none save a few only who do not lift themselves up in the pride of their hearts under the wearing of very fine apparel, unto envying and strives and malice and persecutions, and to all manner of iniquities. And your churches, yea, even every one, have become polluted because of the pride of your hearts. It should be understood that ancient Hebrew authors didn't just use puns for amusement. Instead, the use of wordplay was often meant to help establish and reinforce important narrative themes. In this case, the story of the Zoramites, including the clever pun on the name Zoram, can help us remember the dangers of boasting in our own strength or being lifted up in the pride of our hearts. It was this type of pride that led the Zoramites and Nephites to destruction. And if we are not careful, the same pride will lead societies in our own time to the same dismal fate. President Dieter F. Uchtdorf taught, Pride is the great sin of self-elevation. It is for so many a personal ramiumtum, a holy stand that justifies envy, greed, and vanity. How can we ensure that we don't fall into the same prideful condition as the Zoramites and Nephites? One way is to deflect praise and glory away from ourselves and toward God. For example, when an individual called Jesus good master, Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is God. Likewise, Ammon the Nephite missionary was once warned about boasting in himself, yet Ammon explained that he was actually giving all his praise to the Most High God. As we keep our focus upon the Lord's goodness and away from our own achievements, the Lord will help us see our true eternal value and worth as his children. In this condition, we won't feel we need to lift ourselves up in pride. This is because, like Shiblon, we can trust that the Lord will do all the lifting for us, meaning He will graciously lift us up unto eternal life, if we keep the commandments and faithfully put our trust in God. Thank you for listening. To find out more, please visit bookofmormoncentral.org and then click on Know Why.